Hi, welcome to this episode of the Blaze Podcast put together by Blaze Incorporated. I'm your favorite host, Unyema Udeze. Let me take you a little bit back in time. Back in 1984, the New York Times article described real estate developers creating a new generation of buildings that almost paint for themselves, termed intelligent buildings. Such a building was defined as a marriage of two technologies, old-fashioned building management and telecommunications. The newly unregulated telecoms industry presented an opportunity for building owners to resell services within their facilities and add value to their businesses. And this new business model was known as shared tenant services. Major real estate developers offered such shared services but eventually abandoned such arrangement due to inadequate profitability and lack of knowledge and skills in the telecom space. It was however one of the first times that building owners thought about and acted on the idea of major technology systems in buildings. This story is extracted from the book Smart Building Systems for Architects, Owners and Builders by James Sinopoli. So that was 1984. Let us fast forward to today. Today, buildings have become much more sophisticated in terms of technology integrations. And the driving forces for these technology integrations are increased value of the built assets, lower cost of maintenance, sustainability, user comfort, luxury, and so much more. Some people refer to this as smart buildings today. These buildings mostly leverage Internet of Things, IoT, and other emerging mainstream technologies. Looking at it critically, however, the approach from the very onset of these so-called intelligent buildings has barely changed, especially for residential buildings, which is where we spend the bulk of our lives. So in this episode of the Blaze Connected Construction Podcast Series, I will explore the impacts of imposing technology on buildings, both on the professionals in the built sector and the users of the facilities. And this is a bit biased towards residential facilities. So first, I must clarify that borrowing technologies from the IT sector to solve age-long problems in the built sector is not the issue. After all, this is also the case in more digitalized sectors such as media, banking, hospitality, logistics, and the likes. It was Ludwig Mez van der Rohe who said that technology is rooted in the past, it dominates the present and trends into the future. And wherever it reaches its fulfillment, it transcends into architecture. In other words, technology has always been an integral part of the built environment both in terms of the delivery processes and the outputs, which is the built assets. The real issue, however, is the approach with which the built sector borrows technology from the IT sector. So let me take you on a trip into the automobile industry to compare how they integrate technologies into their products. I mean, let us go into a modern shop floor where electric vehicles are assembled. Control the design process, the simulations preceding the car assembly, and the entire value chain that feeds the assembly line with what applies to the delivery of a typical building. Oh, I hear you already. Buildings can be standardized into models, model S, model Y, and whatnot. The problem is not standardization. The problem is that technology integrations in most buildings today come as an afterthought. We spend up to 90% of our lives in buildings, but the design of an average residence is highly influenced by the type of control system within it, not the user interface with which end users communicate with the technology systems. Oh, this is the work of system design consultants or specialists, you say? How does the systems integration specialist typically communicate with the architects and the other designers? By receiving finalized designs and finding their way around it? 
Now you get where I'm going with this, right? The design and the delivery workflow in the build sector are largely disintegrated. Oh, but the industry is backing lips recently through building information monthly beam, integrated project delivery IPD, ISO standardization, and so much more, you see? Let's look at it from another angle. Within barely more than 20 years, the IT sector has leveraged the internet to produce tech giants that can buy off most companies in the build sector today. They have leveraged the power of data and analytics to almost perfect their business models and value chain. The news here is that the endless productivity and profitability challenges bedeviling the build sector today have created a huge market for the tech giants. Today we are beginning to see the likes of Apple Home Kids, Amazon Smart Home System, Google Home and the likes making our lives more fun and efficient. These solutions are mostly independent of the building structure. They simply hop on available Wi-Fi, complete and self-sustaining out of the box. So here's my question for you. Do you think the build sector can compete with such tech giants as Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google and the likes? But it seems as if the threat is just on the build sector professionals alone, right? But how about the end users of the facilities? If we spend up to 90% of our lives in buildings, how do we guarantee our privacy from that home or personal assistant? These are very hard questions, I know. But as an industry, don't you think we can deliver buildings that are intelligent enough upon handover? Where the end users can have an input into how their data is being used to improve their day-to-day -day experiences, achieve an integrated building management and facility management system. But let's bring it down to where we are today, BIM and IPD. How standardized are the digital assets within a typical BIM model of a facility? Can this digital asset be easily tagged and converted into a digital twin of the facility? What is the backbone of the technology infrastructure in the facility? Is it a wired wireless IT infrastructure, deliberately designed at the design stage of the facility? Or is it an alien home assistant purchased from your last trip to Las Vegas? I suppose you get the picture now. We have a unique industry where we cannot standardize every beauty in every geographical context, every use case and whatnot. But as an industry, how integrated is our delivery approach? Do we approach building delivery as if the end product is one unified asset? Or do we transfer risks to other stakeholders at all costs? The traditional project delivery contract method with no coercive execution planning from the onset has proved to be inefficient. The bottom line of this podcast is that the slower we as an industry are to stepping up and digitalizing both our processes and the final outputs, which is the built assets, the closer we are to losing out a big chunk of our industry to the tech giants. Can we compete? What is the way forward? And thanks for listening to this episode of the Blaze Podcast. Don't forget to check out our website www.blazemy.com www.blazemy.com you can also check out my page www.onyema.me www.onyema.me to explore our other several content. Thank you very much and I'll see you in some other episode.